Hi. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the Second Hand Collective podcast. I'm Evan. And I'm Stephanie. And today we are talking about Evan's strategy on Poshmark. Um, all about what she does, why she does it, and how she does it. Is that accurate? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Well, we'll find out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and other things. Other things. Other things you stumble upon. Little fun facts. Yeah. So, Evan, um, if you listen to the first episode, Evan has been seriously selling on Poshmark for about a year, right? Yeah. Yeah. About a year. Okay. And she's just going to talk about her closet and her strategy and, yeah. Yeah. Just the good stuff. Just going to jump right in. Do it. All right. So... I'm going to check my notes real fast. Um, So basically with my closet, I only do thrifted items. Um, I like the whole idea of like recycling clothing that's already out there and being eco-friendly and all that fun jazz. And um, I like to try to keep my sale costs low just so that brands are more accessible to everyone. Because I know that before doing all this, I was never wearing half the brands that I own now because they were just too expensive. So I like the idea of having it for everyone. Um, I generally try to have a curated closet. It's not necessarily items that I would personally wear, but they're not items that would offend me. Usually. What do you mean by curated closet? Like... I feel like if you look at my closet, you can see there's a cohesive style. Like, you could see the same person wearing all those items. Gotcha. It's not just like, oh, this is a brand name, so I'm going to pick it up. Right. Because I have passed up on brands that people probably wouldn't have passed up on, but I'm just like, I don't want to see this in my life. Nope. Can't do it. So, I don't know if it's necessarily a great business strategy, but... It's yours. Own it. Yeah. And I think that there is something to say about, like, if you have, like, I feel like people, not that they have to trust you to buy the clothing, but, like, I feel like if you have return customers, they know the type of things that they can look for and they know that you're going to carry things that are true to their style as well. Yeah. So I think that there is something to that. Um Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's literally the thing we were just talking about. (laughs) I was just saying that I have a favorite person to buy from on Poshmark. And I was like, the sweater I almost wore tonight, I bought it from her closet. And then there's this other dress and my favorite dress and all of these things that I always get from her closet. Yeah. Because I know, and I follow her on Instagram. She's like a fashion blogger. So I see it there and I know like wow it looks so good I hope she puts it on Poshmark right so I can buy it right so I totally understand that yeah and like I've I think one of the bigger things that I've been trying to do is have like return customers and I did actually just have like the other night someone come back for the third time to buy like a bundle and we were talking and she's just like you always have really good stuff like, I always know to come back. And I was just like, oh, my God, thank you. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's amazing. You were my dream. <laughs> like, can you just buy all the clothing for me? Yeah, Thanks. what else do you want? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think, like, that's really cool to kind of have, um, like, some people that you 
kind of trust you with their wardrobe, you know, the important things in your life. Yeah, what you wear. Yeah. That's a big deal. Yeah, it really is. Um, But yeah, so I try to keep some cohesiveness to my closet, mainly just because it makes me happier. If I have to share an item that I think is god-awful, then I'm not going to be sharing it that often. Yeah. Um, so I work every day. I tried taking Sundays off, but I think I'm low key addicted to work. (laughs) (laughs) Do you work all day? Do you like squeeze it in? Well, okay. So I have a daughter and she's two. And so she takes up most of my time and energy and energy, but I, was saying to you, I've started in the last like couple months being really consistent and like intentional with my time. So I wake up about like an hour or so before she does. So I get up at six every morning and I just share my closet or if I have things ready to be listed, I do all of that in the morning. And then if she's napping, I try to squeeze in some work then. And then when she goes to sleep, then I work until, you know, I am tired and fall asleep. (laughs) There was was a, um, I used to nanny for this lady who was so funny. This is a tangent and I hijacked it. No, it's Um, But she, like, she hired me to be the nanny. The first time that I went, I didn't even meet the kids. She was like, okay, I have a boy and a girl. I'm about to have a third kid. Can you go through all their clothes and pick out gender neutral clothing? And I was like, Okay, and she was like, I'm going to take my kids to a play date. Bye. I was like, (laughs) okay. And um, she, like, became the queen of, like, I my regular nanny job was right down the street. So it was, like, every so often. And she would always be like, hey, I'm about to put the kids down for a nap. Can you come over and help me paint this dresser? (laughs) And the last time that we did it, um, she was like, hey, I'm about to put the kids down, but I need to completely switch two rooms. I want to put the guest room where the nursery was and the nursery where the guest room was. So I put the baby in another room and we only have this amount of time until they wake up. And that's what it was. And then I was, she, I think she started it, but she never really finished it. But she had a blog that she started that was called nap time shenanigans and the tagline was the issue can get done during while your kids are asleep or whatever and I was like dang when you're a mom you have to like that is gold time yes I was talking to um someone the other day and I was like I literally live for her nap time or just like anytime she's asleep and I feel like horrible saying that just like I love my child when she's sleeping dude I don't even have my baby yet and I'm (laughs) I'm already looking forward to her nap schedule yeah it's just like there's just so much you can do and it's so hard because like it's you have to fight the urge to just like sleep while they're sleeping (laughs) you know I mean like it's reasonable from time to time but if you need to get work done it's like that's your golden hour yeah and you got to utilize it. And that's like how I've started to be more, like I said, intentional with my time and not like, and really fine tuning all the steps so that I'm not wasting a lot of time. Like when I photograph, I have it down pretty easy where most of the stuff is done, like editing, like post, post taking pictures. Yeah. Whatever. Editing. Editing. You know, you know, that was a very accurate word. I just felt like I needed to explain it in case anyone didn't understand what (laughs) editing was. Okay. Um, 
But like a lot of the stuff I do, I make it so that I can do most of the work at night or early morning. And then if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, so um, usually if she is napping, that's when I take like pictures since it's in the day and all that. What do you think is the hardest part of for you of like balancing having a daughter having a two-year-old daughter too who's into everything yeah um, she's becoming really smart she's so cute too. thank you side note <laughs> um, but what is the hardest part of the Poshmark process for you with only having like bits and pieces sourcing does she go with you Sometimes. If I go to a consignment store, I'll take her, but I won't take her to, like, Goodwill or huh, any place like that. She's just going to touch everything, and I just don't really want to get sick. If she gets sick, I'll get <laughs> sick. <laughs> you know? Fair. Um, but, yeah, so if it's, like, consignment or, like, very short things, I'll do it. But I try to not. But it makes it so that I only really source, like, maybe once a week. Yeah. Maybe twice. So that's kind of hard because, you know, you got to source to get money. Yeah. And it's super hit or miss on if you get right. get anything or not. Yeah. And it's it's hard because, you know, like, when I do have, like, my parents watch her or something, I have a very limited time. So I can't just, like, go and thrift for, like, five hours. Like, mm-hmm. I see some people... <clears throat> that go like all day long and I'm just like wow like one that does sound like way draining but like that's really cool that you can do that and I get kind of like jealous that I didn't do this before I had a yeah. kid you know and I'm just like wow like you can actually put 40 hours a week into this if you want to yeah but I mean at the same time it's like I might be growing my business slower but you know, I'll get there eventually. And that's the beauty of it is that everybody's closet and business strategy is completely different. And I've found for myself that when I try to emulate what I see other people doing on Instagram or YouTube or whatever, I actually feel like I fail right? more Yeah, because it's not true to me. And I think the thing that you said about, like, stuff that you like and that you are okay seeing. I was thinking how for me that all ends up in a death pile. <laughs> like and it literally is like it doesn't matter the price of it or the quality of whatever. If it's ugly, I just can't. I have no desire to list right. it. Yeah. For me it's anything that's the color black. The other day I went into like list and I was like I just have a bunch of black pants. Pants Ooh, especially are the worst. So hard. And they were all black, and I just was like, I should probably just send them to thread up or something yeah. just to get them out because they're just going to sit here and I'm going to get so overwhelmed. Yeah. But <laughs> with having limited time to source, do you have a death pile? No. Do you, how, like, let's say that you today, Friday, went sourcing, and let's say you got. On average, what do you like? How many items do you think would be like a pretty average day? I'd say like 15, 20. Okay, so let's say you have 20, you picked up 20 items. Yeah, how long would it take for you to get them listed? Usually, I can get them listed the same day. Dang, yeah, so it's like a whole one day. Yeah, I mean, it it depends, but I try if I have the stuff, 
then I try to get it listed at least within like two to three days. That's max. crazy. Because it's, you know, I don't know. It's just money. It's just money. Yeah. And like, I could see, I totally understand why people have death piles. Like yeah. if it's like you or like the people I see on Instagram where they're buying like 70, 80 pounds of clothing, like 100% I would have a death pile too. But since I'm buying at a lower volume, yeah. it's like, I can't really justify having one. Oh, yeah, totally. The only time I have them is if it's like something that needs to be repaired or it has a stain or something. Are you good at fixing those things? Like if you got something overlooked a stain, uh-huh. you put the energy in? Yes. Most of the time. If it's like worth it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. I usually wait till I have like a little pile and then I'll just like sew things up or whatever. So I'll like the batch work idea. Yeah. I'll like make a day of it. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, Justin's buttons broke off his pants the other day. Can I bring them to you? Yeah, for sure. Do you know how to sew a button on? Yes. Oh my God. You just put the thread through the hole. I mean, I never took a home ec class. I don't know. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> well, okay. I think it's that thing that we're talking about. Like, if I don't care to learn, I'm not well, going to yeah. learn. I mean, I sewing is the worst. I've tried, you know, like with sewing machines and stuff and I can make like a bag or really simple stuff, but I always get those stupid threads all tangled up and then it's usually ending with me like cussing at it and now it's in storage. So I just always look janky. <laughs> like there's so much I do in life that just looks like a first grader did it. And I'm like, Meh, like, I tried. It's my signature. Yeah. Um, how has your closet changed from the beginning? Like thinking back to when you first started on Poshmark. Yeah. How has so your, much has changed. Yeah. What tell me. Like and I know we touched on this in our first episode. But I would just sell either my own clothing or go to a thrift store and be like, someone will wear this. There's no brand. This is probably a dated style. But, hey, there's a whole world out there. Someone's going to want this. And so things would just, like, sit. And also the the dumbest thing that I've ever done with Poshmark is I wouldn't have more than 25 items in my closet. Why? Because <laughs> I was like, no one's going to want to scroll through your closet and like, you know, because I'd see people where they'd have like hundreds of things and I'd just sit and scroll and scroll and scroll. But I didn't realize that generally people don't scroll through your closet. Yeah. Like they're looking for a specific item and it just comes up in the search. But I didn't understand that. So I was just like, yeah, no more than 25. It is hard. Like I think about I'm I'm the worst. I'm a serial bundler. In other people's closets. <laughs> and sometimes I just want to like change my profile picture to say I'm not actually interested. Like, like I just kind of, I don't know. I'm also that, I'm that person at Target that I get a bottle of shampoo and I walk around for 20 minutes and go, I don't need it. And I put it back in the greeting card section and then oh run God. away <laughs> because I don't want them to see that I put that shampoo back. Like, I'm that person. So I'm like a serial bundler. So to me, I feel like I'm always going and like scrolling through people's closets. Interesting. But I get exhausted. And when you started, that would have been before like posh markets or the ability to sort by anything like that. Yeah. Also, I'm on my phone going to like your beginning sold listing. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. I just am so excited. So I used to have, I would just hang. I've actually gone back to this, but um, I would just have my cover photo be 
the item hung up up against a wall and I've done that now but now I white out my background and I keep it very simple and my closet is halfway it's in transition right now half of the pictures are like way old and some are like in the middle where I was doing like simple flat lays and whatever anyways but like I used to model my clothing am I gonna see this in here yeah but it's not the cover photo. It's oh. like the last photo because okay. I didn't have a mannequin. Okay. But my God, anyone that models their clothing, like, one, why? <laughs> like, one less but, question. <laughs> like, I totally give them like props. Like, it is hard and it's so time consuming, and I don't know if it's worth it in the end. I guess it would be that idea of how much it costs right I feel like you know I would I mean also I would show my face in the pictures so like I would have to be like on my a-game you know taking pictures being like this first one doesn't have your face oh wow I was actually going to ask if you could remember the first thing you sold but was that the first thing I sold yeah wow I'm so white in that picture (laughs) I mean, you don't look like you tanned up that much. I know, right? <laughs> um, in some of them, I showed my face. That's really embarrassing. Thank you for really <laughs> going I mean, through that. So That's what I'm here for. Yeah. Um, anyways, so I did that for a while. Actually, until I was pregnant and couldn't fit in the clothes. And then I was like, I'm going to buy a mannequin. And I've never looked back. Because... I don't know. It's just not my thing. I'm not saying like... You never looked back from not modeling. Right. Do you still use the mannequin? Yes. Okay. So I have like my cover photo is just it hung up. And then I have the mannequin like front, side, back. And then I have an up close of the item. Yeah. Um. But I I don't know. I just think it's it takes way too much time. And I just don't. And then I feel like, you know, things don't fit me right or whatever. And I just feel like you can make things look better on a mannequin. Yeah. Not that you're like deceiving the people, but you know, if I'm selling something that's like, like a plus size, my mannequin's a size two. Yeah. But like I can pin it in the back to make it. To give like the idea. Yeah. Like what it would look like. I'm like the opposite side where when people ask me to like model size two and I'm pregnant and plus size I'm like I just first of all I'd like the item to stay in one piece <laughs> and second of all you're definitely not gonna want to buy it based off of my modeling of this crop top <laughs> that, like I, I should just like upload a picture of Winnie the Pooh at that point and be like <laughs> kind of fits like this on me I mean it's cute but yeah yeah. Um, I don't know. Anything? I guess, like, I could give a few tips yeah. or, like, my things that I swear by. And yeah. my number one is relisting. 100% it works. It is a pain, but it works. And I have a whole system to make it easier for me and quicker. And maybe we'll dive into that one day. But yes, because I feel like I need to learn. <laughs> but it works. Like, I've had it where I'll relist something and then it solves within that hour and it's been sitting there for six months. That's crazy. And so I think that's like, if you can't list, 
even if you can list new stuff, I think it's good to at least relist. I do it monthly. So it sucks. But hey, it's part of the job. It's not all fun and games, oh, girl. Man, <laughs> man I just have like I have a pros and cons list of selling on Poshmark. And and it's gonna make the cons real heavy if I start doing that. Oh my gosh. Between that and answering people's questions, I'm gonna be done. You're like, I'm gonna have to find a new job. Yeah. I'm gonna have to find a new co host. Seriously. <laughs> I mean, I'll be the ghost of Poshmark past. <laughs> You'll be the devil's advocate when yeah. we talk. <laughs> I'll be like, I was I was good on Poshmark until Evan said I had to relist things. <laughs> no, I hate it. Actually, I have relisted some stuff. There have been times where I have. And, they ha- and some things have sold. I think the thing for me that's hardest about that idea, and like you said, I think we should probably talk about it more in depth where we could just really talk about it. Right. But I always am like, this is not worth relisting. And that's right. the thing that I, at that point, I'm like, Ugh. Well, and I think there is, because your closet a lot of the times is the lower yeah, it's, price point. So yeah, you're very like, different. if I'm only going to make three bucks, like, do I really want to waste my time? Right. But if you want to get it moving and get it out of your life, then right. you got to, you just got to. Yeah. Just, um, so do you, sorry, you were giving tips, but I do, that made me think of Literally, question. that's probably my only tip. <laughs> you were giving tip. I'm, I have that a wealth of information. real weird. Um, <laughs> but. Let's keep it PG, please. Yeah, seriously. We don't want that little E. <laughs> Next thing. Um, do you ever go through and delete your items that have been sitting too long? Or do you just keep them up there? Like, do you re-donate or? Um, only if I actually really hate it, you know? Yeah. Usually what I'll do is if, if I just cannot get it to sell on Poshmark, because sometimes you just can't even give it away. Yeah. You know, it's ridiculous. Then I'll try selling it like on Macari or something. And then if it doesn't work there, then I'm just like, get out of my life. And then do you just redonate it? Yeah, usually. Cool. And then I see it when I'm sourcing and I'm like, that you're is, back. That <laughs> has happened to me. One time our closet rod, like we had, we just had one closet rod and so all our clothes was on it and it fell. And I literally, I, sometimes I'm like, I'm just so lazy that I was like, I'm not rehanging all of my things up again. Yeah. I'm going to donate a bunch of them to Goodwill so I don't have to hang up my personal clothes anymore. Yes, dude, yes. And I did. And I even was like, I should sell this stuff on Poshmark. And I was like, no, I just want to get rid of it. And I was at Goodwill, like, the the same Goodwill we donated it at, like, the next week. And I just was walking by the clothes. And when I'm there with my husband, I don't look at clothes because he will not. He just does not have the patience for it. <laughs> and I was walking by and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cute. And it was literally the, one of the things that I donated. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, I probably, like I already bought it once at full price. Yeah. Donated it. Why would I buy it again at like full Goodwill price? Right. Which is a lot of money, but. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I literally just purged my closet because like I have very limited space for personal clothes. Yeah. And I hate doing laundry and folding clothes so the less that I have to do the better yeah so I'm just like I just I take things away from myself when I can't be responsible yeah I took away my laundry hamper because I live upstairs from my parents and so the washer and dryer is downstairs and I would just fill that bad boy up and he would just sit there 
until I was like out of everything. And then finally I was just like, you don't deserve a laundry. So what do you do? I like have to take down each individual like outfit that I, you know, like if I change or whatever into my pajamas, then like the next morning I have to bring down those clothes usually it's because i'm carrying kennedy yeah and so like i can't carry her in a laundry oh, hamper yeah. but i'm just like no you don't deserve this like if you can't be an adult then that is extreme i know but like it's made my life so much easier all right i mean i swear it works to each just be own. real tough on yourself i mean <laughs> we pay three dollars to do a whole load of laundry you have so. to pay for your laundry oh yeah i guess that makes sense yeah yeah so yeah three dollars so i'm not we have to have it yeah well i mean yeah yeah. you're responsible no i I just need to be honest (laughs) which one of us while we were getting this whole podcast set up ran back to change the laundry it was not me Mm. justin is in charge of laundry he does good yeah he's a keeper oh yeah that and he takes the garbage out does he kill spiders um yeah, he puts them in the toilet and doesn't flush them down. What? <laughs> I'm just saying, do you know how startling it is when you <laughs> go to go to the bathroom and oh there is gosh. a dead spider floating on the top? It's terrible. That's like the one thing I miss about having a husband is like the spider killing. The spider killing. Yeah, because be rough. I do it. I actually learned to use the hose from the vacuum. Yes, just that's what I do. That's but what then I do. if like there's a real nasty one, I'll be like, mom, come upstairs and get it. And <laughs> she's like, I can't kill it. So she tries to like catch it. 90% of the time she loses it. And she's like, I think I got it. What are you going to do when Kennedy is older and calls you to kill her spiders? That girl is insane. She's like looking for snakes in the yard. So and, you're like, just training her up to be a spider killer. I hope so, because I really have this fear that she's going to know that I'm afraid of all these things and be and like, mom, to look. You. Yeah, I'm just picturing the day when she picks up a snake and is like, mom, look what I found. And I'll be like, nah. that's it. I can't be your mom nah. anymore. <laughs> Go find a new home. <laughs> this is where I draw the line. Oh, man. Anyway, it's good times. Good times. So. Cool. Yeah, I think Anything that's else? pretty much it. Just relist be consistent um <clears throat> always i think always being like willing to learn yeah and i mean things change on poshmark and brands change you know just kind of being on top of all of that is really important and um but just kind of like you were saying either this episode or last episode where like just because it works for someone else doesn't mean it's going to work for you yeah and I think that's something really important is to listen to what people have to say, but, you know, use your own discretion and see if that's actually something that's going to be working for your business. And if it doesn't, then totally cool. Yeah. That's good advice. Yeah. For like anything too. I know. Like that's why I said it. Exactly. <laughs> and that's why you started a podcast. I know. I'm just, oh. um, well, thank you for listening to this episode. Um, you can find us on the social medias at the SHC podcast and on Apple podcast, which is maybe where you're listening to this, hopefully. Yeah. And yeah, we will be back soon with another episode. Talking about Stephanie. And my closet. Mostly. And no, just you. 
I mean, your dazzling personality. I mean, <laughs> I'd listen. <laughs> I mean, you have to. You're sitting across I know, it. right? I don't have a choice. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We will talk to you all later. Bye, guys.